Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Timber Living Log Cabins. For your perfect workspace, living space or hideaway, timberliving.ie. So we're going to talk about something else now that people are starting, I think, to manage as well. It's something that a lot of people do and, and that a lot of us, you'd wonder, would we look back and regret. That is posting photos of our children online. And I'm joined now by Dr. Neve Lynch, consultant paediatrician and also freelance journalist Anne-Marie O'Sullivan. Good morning. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Now, uh, Neve, if I start with you, I know you're quite exercised about this. Neve, I suppose that there's a spectrum here, isn't there? Like from like sticking up photos on the family WhatsApp group or whatever, and then there's the at the other end of that, people posting photos of their kids, kind of in more public spaces. Absolutely. So, we all have the family WhatsApp group, and you know. Many of us will put photos of our newborn babies, our children as they're at various stages of their lives, special moments, things like that, and share them with our relatives. And that's reasonably private. But once anything is in a digital format, it can be screenshotted. So, you know, you'd want to have a fairly good idea of who you're sharing those pictures with and be confident that they're private. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's the same as in the olden days, putting a picture in an envelope and posting it, you know, it's just a bit faster, obviously. So there's that side of things. And then if you go through the spectrum, you have people who have public, say, Instagram profiles and would put the occasional picture of their child on. And, you know, that's their decision. And then you move all the way through to the the mom fluencers and the sharenters who essentially have their children as content, as part of their profile, as part of their... Um, what you want to say, their public image and and sometimes make money from those children who will pose using certain products or wearing certain products. So there is a, a huge spectrum. Yeah. OK. And we might we might come back to some aspects of that. Um, no, Anne-Marie, uh, look, you, you you posted pictures of, of your kids, I know, on your own social media and stuff. And, and look, we, you know, we're all proud of our children. And, when, you know, you have children, you think no one else has ever had one before, so you're <laughs> delighted with them. But you decided, Anne-Marie, recently to delete all the pictures of your children on your social media. I did, yeah. So I, I suppose what happened was I was looking on Instagram and I came across an account with just one word on it, just it said violated. And when I was looking then, that kind of got my attention. And when I clicked into it, um, what was behind it was um, a parenting influencer um, all her pictures of her children were taken and put onto fake accounts. So her children were given fake names and fake identities and her four-year-old was given her own account, her four-year-old daughter, which was asking for people to direct message them, um, the person posing as her daughter. And it just, it freaked out the, the parenting influencer. And the idea of this, was it to entrap kids into contacting older people online or...? That was her guess because the, the bio just said ice cream shop, which kind of to her implied that, I mean, it's a, just a strange thing to have in your bio and it just implied that it was kind of attracting to children and how the title of the account was kind of a version of Paw Patrol. Um, so, and also the way the phrasing of the captions that they gave the child were very much kind of cutie little stories about what the child liked and enjoyed. Um, and it did, the impression that she got anyway certainly was that it was kind of her children were used as bait to attract other children. OK, so so this obviously um, kind of freaked you out slightly. What, what was the extent of your posting? Like what, how many pictures had you put up down the years or where had you put them up? 
Yeah, well, that was interesting because, like, I consider in my head I'm a sporadic poster and I would occasionally kind of put something up. And so I wasn't expecting there to be a lot. But when I went through it, so it is nine years, like my eldest is nine. So through the nine years, I had 250 pictures of the kids um, up, which surprised me in that I really didn't think they accumulated to to that amount. Um, But yeah, there they were. And I had to kind of go through individually to find where they were and where, where I posted them. And there was something a bit sad about seeing them kind of disappear from my page which you know it felt a bit odd Um, but now that I've done it I'm really feel all the lighter for having done it and it's I feel kind of it's one less parenting worry that I'm carrying with me And had you never worried about this before about who might be looking at these or whatever? The most vague unease but nothing concrete like I kind of had a should I look it's fine who's going to be seeing it you know that was kind of my attitude to it but I'm public and I don't know like I have a tiny following but I don't know all 400 of them Um, you know so it it is still, I suppose I just, I had an unease, but it wasn't anything huge or wasn't anything concrete. So I could kind of, in all of the the day, just kind of go, oh, look, it's probably fine. Post it up and move on with my life. Um, it was this that made me kind of stop and go, actually, this is the real person. and This has happened. And these kind of things happen. And the, just the, the darkness of the internet, I suppose, I kind of go, why would I take that risk when I don't, really don't need to? Like, they don't need to be on my account. Yeah. Anne-Marie, do you, or Neve, do you think Anne-Marie did the right thing here? Do you think everyone should do it? Do you know what? I did it myself this morning, Brendan. Um, did you? Yeah, I'm a bit more of a dinosaur. I'm more on Facebook when it comes to family and friends and things like that. I have 50 followers, 50 friends. Um, and uh, I went onto my Facebook page and I had a look through and there was a good, good few pictures of my kids. Now, I, I generally don't put anything up without actually asking them because they're teenagers and they're they're quite sensitive about their own image at this point you know Yeah. but I had a look through and there was a good few so I, I actually did uh, delete them as well even though my privacy settings are tight and everything you know people don't need to see them they know what they look like they don't need to have their, their <laughs> photo on them like, you know. <laughs> and, and, and Neve, what are the dangers here as you see it in terms of uh, in terms of those pictures being up there so do you know what the to me, the, again, like Anne-Marie, it's like, it's probably grand, right? But yeah. then, you know, it's probably grand to pop down to the shops with your kids in the back of the car, not in their car seat or not strapped in. Probably nothing will happen, but something might and it might be catastrophic, you know? So if I have a photograph of my children with their names and somewhere that's identifiable, then anyone can figure out where I am or where they are, you know? And I have to think about their safety and I don't want to sound like completely paranoid or anything like that, but that's their data. That's for them to share if they want to share. You know, it's not it's not my job or my role to share their information. It's yeah, you theirs. see, I think a lot of people, Neve, will have sat up there when you said that you got their consent usually because like, especially with younger kids, like there probably is an issue around consent here, isn't there? Uh, oh God, absolutely. And particularly when you move on to the bigger accounts, you know, the accounts of the momfluencers. So, but, even, but we'll come to the momfluencers, yeah, but yeah. like, should ordinary parents like be thinking about like, I'm putting up pictures of these young kids now who are going to become like, yeah. you know, full people with yeah. human rights and, and the rest of it. God yeah. knows more quickly than any of us imagine. But yeah. obviously they're not consenting to any of this. No. Do you have photos of yourself in the bath at home, Brendan? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> but your parents might. And back, you know... Do you know what? No, we don't. Because people didn't do cracked things no, like that 50 might. years ago when I was a child. They might have taken the occasional little slap of you looking cute in the bath, right? But nowadays, like I, I have, there's a couple of pictures of myself and my sister in the bath, right? And yeah. they will never go anywhere except my parents' photo album, right? Yeah. They will never go beyond that. 
But if you take a picture of your kid in the bath now or the paddling pool or whatever and you put it up on the WhatsApp family group or a video of them doing something cute or silly, it's there forever. You know, anyone can share that, screenshot it, do whatever they want with it. And that's where the risk is. And a child, a young child, cannot consent. They just can't. And so, you know, un- until and unless a child can can give informed consent to that kind of data being shared, it shouldn't be shared. Yeah, and you see, we don't we don't know yet is the truth how this could start. Well, we're starting to see how it could come back to bite them later on, aren't we? Um, and particularly, like, even their own social media, people going for job interviews, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and if you think about, um, you know, that, uh, that young fellow who was on the cover of Nirvana, I know he wasn't successful in his case, but he did raise a lot of, of concerns. This that is for people who don't know, he was on the front of Nirvana's album, Nevermind, isn't that right? Yeah. As as a, the, a naked baby chasing a dollar bill under the water kind of yeah. thing, swimming, yeah. Yeah, and you know, that, that actually stayed with him for the rest of his life. He was that kid. And that's the risk that you have. If, if a child becomes a meme now, um, they're always going to be that kid. You yeah, know? yeah, and there is a risk that that will happen. Yeah, I wonder how Charlie bit my finger is doing now. Yeah, I, he's doing okay, I think. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, um, on do you know on TikTok, um, there's a few uh, young adults who were children of YouTube vlogging families. Yeah, who are now coming out very strongly and saying that the whole experience was so damaging. You know, growing up with every little microsecond being filmed, and so we are now getting a generation of teenagers and young adults who are able to speak for themselves and say that the experience was very unpleasant. And if you you would think that there there are bigger issues around that and around as you say the influencers using the kids for content that it's actually and I mean look we don't, we don't want to overstate this but that there's a, there's a child labour issue here. Yeah, they're working, you know. And so I was, I won't name the company that I was in contact with, but there was one particular company that I was seeing a lot of activity, you know, hashtag I work with such and such a company. And, uh, you know, the children posing in various different types of clothing, clothing, including swimwear. And uh, so I emailed the company. I said, you know, what what are your, um, your sort of protocols in terms of child labour regarding these children that are, are being used by their influencer parents and the reply I got back was we do not work directly with children under the age of 16. So they are washing their hands of it and saying well you know it's the parents decision. So basically it's the the child is the parents property to mm-hmm. use as they will in, yeah. in, in this okay. And, yeah. and child labour laws which are very strict as you know do not apply to these children. So, Neve, do you think, are we all tacitly supporting this as well by um, following these kinds of people? And we won't name any names. No, or but like you can think straight off the top of your head, I imagine, of three or four high profile people, usually mums, who ha- have share a lot of detail and information about their children, who take photographs and videos of them using and trying on different products uh, with the hashtag ad or the hashtag gifted or whatever. You can think about them straight away. And if you step back and think about the rights of that child because that child is a human and that child has human rights and it has the right that child has the right to privacy which is being breached by their parent so there's a couple of things we can do Um, we can unfollow those people because it really should make us all uncomfortable when we reflect upon what they are doing with their children social media should take a stronger stand on it and ultimately there should be some sort of legislation to protect these children who are actually working now, Anne-Marie, you weren't making any money out of your kids, obviously, but d- did you used to, uh, when you were uh, unenlightened and used to put their pictures up, 
did you look for the... <laughs> For their consent? Did they ever say anything to you about it? No, and I didn't. And I just, I took pictures in the same way that I would of a nice building and put them up. You know, I really didn't check in with them. And now that I have deleted them and I'm, I am still sharing their pictures with family in WhatsApp yeah. and now I'm asking them. And so they're nine and six. And I, to be honest, I'm, I'm quite surprised by how often they kind of go, no, actually, I don't want that. I don't want you. Why, why would you send that to them? No, no. You know, they do have a lot of opinions about what is being shared. Um, and my nine-year-old came up with a great thing where he said that, like, when I was talking about having deleted them from Instagram, he was like, good, because I don't want strangers looking at pictures of me of things I don't remember. So even even the children are telling us that, even the yeah. children get it. Do you, yeah. do you think, in a way, Anne-Marie, like, obviously... You, you thought about this a little bit, but you never thought about it that much. Mm. And now that you've thought about it, you clearly have a completely different view on it. Uh, is there a whole generation of parents kind of sleepwalking into something here? Yeah, well, we were, I was talking with Niamh here before we came on air. And what we were saying is that it's, it's probably a situation where, like, I was posting pictures of myself. I had a child. I continued to, like, post pictures of myself and post pictures of him in my life. Then I had a daughter and I kept going. Um, and I think that that is just, like, as you say, sleepwalking is a great way of doing it. Just we keep going with the same practices, but we're forgetting that we're including in my case, two separate individuals who have their own thoughts and their own identities and their own preferences, um, but yet I've kind of brought them into just how I did things. Yeah. You see, I wonder, does it, does it come down, Niamh, to so many of the things in this area that all these new capabilities and new habits and these new companies and everything have come along and that really we haven't put in enough rules, regulations in place around it that the technology is very far ahead of regulation on it. Oh, absolutely. You've hit the nail on the head there. So, like, if you think about, say, me as a parent of teenagers and the teenagers, we have grown up learning about the dangers of the Internet, you know. So our children, our teenagers have had it drilled into them not to share photos of themselves that anyone could get them. Right. But the generation ahead of them were teenagers and early 20s when social media came into existence. And they've Mm -hmm. grown up using social media as an extension of themselves, you know the whole kind of basically generation selfie you know and that that group in the middle are now parents of young children and they're just continuing I think Anne-Marie's fair to say you were in that that generation Um, they're just continuing to do as they've always done because kids are small and they're cute and they really can't object or have much of a voice about things until they can talk Um, and so all of this sort of pre-memory stuff is being shared uh, widely and digitally and you know they don't have memory of it and they but they will turn around and say I, I, you know, I didn't know that happened to me. I don't remember that. Yes, Johnny down the road knows everything that happened. You know, yeah, yeah, so. and that that is very powerful. And what Anne Marie's kid said to her, like, I don't remember this stuff, so I don't, I don't want it up there. Neve, you think that um, Prince Harry is kind of in this space a little bit? God, yeah, absolutely. I'm actually reading the book. I'm really ashamed to confess it. But, you know, I thought that... I was wondering who was buying this book because I felt we had it all. Like, (laughs) you actually thought there was something in the book you hadn't seen already. Yeah, I I watched the documentary and it really struck me at that point. You know, 
parents are, are paparazzi now. We, you know, it's the, the mamarazzi. Parents are paparazzi, You know, yeah, they're yeah. constantly photographing, videoing, filming and uploading every moment of their child's lives. Not everybody, obviously. You know, I'm talking about the extreme examples, right? But they are using children as content much in the same way Prince Harry was content. He grew up his whole life as content. Now he's able to articulate it and he's clearly got issues, right? Do parents who share their children now want their child to grow up like, like him and no. have the issues that he has you know like a lot of what he says you know there, there's a lot of stuff around everything that he's written but there are a few nuggets of hard truth in there and you know he was content for pretty much all of his life yeah yeah okay listen I say there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uneasy parents at home after all that Dr Neve Lynch and Anne-Marie O'Sullivan thank you both very much thank you Okay, we'll take a break. Email brendan at rte.ie.